In the heart of the state of the art, at the dawn of the next stage in entertainment, you found no proscenium. You have indeed found No Persinium, the voice of everything immersive. I'm your host, Noah Nelson. This week on the show, the 2022 No Persinium Audience Awards, which were recorded live in front of a virtual audience in our Discord on Wednesday, February 16th. This year's awards were uh, selected by Ballot, which was uh, available to anyone who could find it uh, and who could follow the instructions on the said Ballot. Uh, the nominees were selected by the senior staff of No Persinium in a uh, process we call arguing about things, and we then presented it forth to all of you. The balloting was open for a couple of weeks, and we were also inviting nominees to conduct AMAs on our Discord. You can find uh, several of those AMAs actually happened, and you can find the written results of those on our Discord in the AMA section. All of those will be up, and there's a, uh, there's, a there's some winners in there uh, who had AMAs as well, as, as you'll find out. Uh, all of those uh, can be found in the AMA section of our Discord. There'll be links in the show notes uh, to get into our Discord. We're really starting to find fun things to do in the Discord. For instance, coming up in March, we've got the beginning of the No Pro Book Club. This is something that uh, Blake Weil has pushed for, and he and Patrick McLean uh, kind of spun this out of uh, an assignment they recently had on Review Crew. Uh, March's book is going to be Neil Stevenson's Snow Crash, the seminal book about the metaverse. Snow Crash came out back in 1992, uh, so it's been around for a hot minute, which means the word metaverse has been around for a hot minute. And this is an, not only an incredibly influential book, uh, but it kicked off Stevenson's career and uh, is was an early favorite of mine. I'm, I'm a big Stevenson fan, so I'm, I'm glad the gang is doing that. The plan for the book club is it's going to alternate between fiction works and nonfiction works, so uh, expect everything from academic treaties to scripts of shows uh yes there are some scripts of immersive shows to uh, fiction that uh, touches on uh our our wonderful world and maybe even a few uh a few of those hyper novels uh that you you sometimes hear about those might work their way into the rotation so uh the first meeting of the book club is going to be on march 15th that's a tuesday tuesday march 15th in the discord uh, there'll be a chat session then so if you can get your hands on snow crash uh it is readily available and uh you can find it in libraries uh go ahead and uh come on down to the discord and join us there again there'll be links in the show notes to that event um, not much else to know about this time. We're skipping the headlines uh, this time out, but I do want to do a couple of quick thanks to our latest Patreon backers, Robert Modem and a man named Nolan. That's all we know about Nolan. Uh, we've had an incredible run so far this month, and this month is a make or break month for us, and I'm getting a lot of confidence that we can actually make it. Maybe that's optimism on my part, but we've added 33 new backers so far in February. 
and we just need three mores to hit our next milestone of 370. And we're just 33 away from what would be an incredible 400 backers. If what we do matters to you and you want to see us stick around, you want to see us be able to focus on this and make what we do better, please, patreon.com slash no proscenium is the way. Our sustaining backers are Ari Hurstan, Brittany, Deborah Robinson, Elaine, Jay Bushman, Jerome Joseph Gentes, David Bassick, Lonnie Hanson, Mark Balthazar, Samuel Mustry, Sydney Guillory, and Jan Budman. And now, without further ado, going to get into the recording of the 2022 No Persinium Audience Awards. Hello and welcome to the 2022 No Persinium Audience Awards. I'm Noah Nelson, the host of the No Persinium podcast. Tonight, we have members of No Persinium's senior staff on hand to present the awards. Uh, starting at my virtual left, there is Laura Hess. Hello, Laura. Hello. To the right, virtually, of Laura is Patrick McLean. Hello, Patrick. Uh, hey, everyone. Another voice you heard, of course, is Catherine Yu, the executive editor of No Pro. Hey there, Catherine. Hello. All right. Uh, if at any point uh, folks uh, can't hear something inside the uh, Discord as we're going live, just know that we are recording this uh, on uh, that it'll be on the main No Pro feed uh, in the podcast feed uh, on Friday. So uh, that probably shouldn't be on the part that I'm recording and sending out, but guess what? It's going to be. So, but that's just in case anyone winds up, you know, losing something uh, in a moment here. You'll be able to hear. For those who are here at the main stage and listening in, we will be opening up uh, the cafe after the show. So feel free to stick around and uh, we'll chat about everything that's going to proceed from here. All right. Uh, the Emmys. This is the second time we've given these out. Uh, the first time was in late 2020. Uh, these are the 2022 No Pro Audience Awards. We're also going to have a few special recognition awards that have been uh, created by the senior staff. Those will be coming in at, very, at a particular part of the show. But we're going to do our best to just get you right through all of this and also uh, give a little bit of context when it comes to the winners of each of the uh, each of the categories. I've got the first category tonight, uh, and where we're starting might shock everybody because it was also the last category that we had listed uh, on the ballot, and that is outstanding achievement in immersive and experiential production. This category is all about work that either moves us greatly or does something uh, just unexpected with the medium itself and our nominees for the 2022 no proscenium audience award are tm by entour and geode the adjacent possible by joshua michelle ross adam brick and adam lucas and rich kids a history of shopping malls in tehran by javad alipur and kirsty housley the winner of this year's emmy is a piece that 
does something we always love to see here at NoPro, and I'm very excited that the audience is into as well. It manages to both be on a platform and kind of be about the platform it's on. And it uses something, in this case, Instagram, that we're not used to seeing used as a real in-depth storytelling medium to create a piece of docudrama. That piece, of course, is Rich Kids, A History of Shopping Malls in Tehran, the winner of the 2022 Outstanding Achievement in Immersive and Experiential Production Emmy. And now with our next category is... The nominees for Outstanding Achievement in Interactive Stories and Games are The LEA Project by Eric Matthew Richardson The Secret Garden by Stephanie Dinkins Radiohead Kid Amnesiac Exhibition Arbitrarily Good Productions LLC and Name the Machine LLC and Before Your Eyes Goodbye World Games This is a category that encompasses a number of projects, be they downloadable games, apps that run on your phone, interactive experiences in your web browser, a collection of multimedia often with text, music, etc. that do not necessarily have live performers, and this year's Emmy goes to The Secret Garden by Stephanie Dinkins. This was a piece accessible through your web browser that also had a physical installation in New York, and it was about a memory palace filled with video captures of Black women telling stories of uh, their family history or 9-11 or where intelligence comes from, family recipes, just a wonderfully soothing and beautiful, well-crafted piece that was available uh, through your web browser and also showed at Sundance. And with our next award, we have Laura Hess. Hi. So this category is the Outstanding Achievement in Escape Gaming. And we had three nominees. Those were Escape from the Science Lab of Shifting Rules by Scrap, If Musebia, uh, Hiding in the Dark, Escape from the Killer by Obakin, and The Keeper and the Fungus Among Us by Headlock Escape Rooms. And the winner of this category is The Keeper and the Fungus Among Us by Headlock Escape Rooms. This particular piece was a wonderful example of how innovative creators were in terms of creating digital productions that cannot be replicated in physical spaces. So how we can leverage all of the remote and digital work into these absolutely delightful escape games in new ways that you cannot replicate in physical spaces. So I'm delighted for them. Our next category is presented by Patrick. Yeah, and I'm here to present for the Outstanding Achievement in Live Action Gaming. This year's nominees were... Wizards Against Lizards from Lizard Wizards Against Lizards, uh, Savage Hall from Dark Arcade Theater, The Midnight Market from Mirror World Creations, and finally I Swing You Swing, a swinging seventies mystery game from the Center for Sexual Recentering, and 
I think what makes this category very unique and all of these really great experiences is that they are very much focused on more of a LARP element. You are definitely expected to come as a character, at, to have a persona. So many immersive experiences, sometimes we fall into more passive roles or are on a dark track and there are moments of interaction. But each one of these nominees had, I thought, an exemplary ability in displaying how even just a little bit of pre-character work on the audience can excel uh, and have a really great immersive time. And I think above all, this year's winner, which is Wizards Against the Lizards, was a really great exemplar of this fact. And it was a really great time. Uh, it was also a rare opportunity for the entire correspondence staff uh, to get together. It was a very big uh audience that could do this at one at a time with the game master and it was a really enjoyable time to be with them and really get into it so with the right group of people you can have some pretty wild times being wizards against the lizards all right thank you so much patrick so far uh, all of the awards that we've given out at the no pro audience awards for 2022 uh, the process for this has been the senior staff got together and determined what we thought were exemplary uh, options for nominees. And indeed, even as we were crafting the categories, we were thinking about the ways in which different kinds of work were in dialogue with each other. Uh, and that's where some of the categories came from this year. Uh, and then we put it all out to a vote. And we had over 700 responses uh, ballots were turned in. Not all of them followed the rules, so there were a few that were left to the side. But every winner, every winner of the categories we've had so far has been determined by popular vote. However, we knew that a few shows were going to get uh, maybe overlooked, uh, maybe didn't even become eligible, uh, for, weren't nominated in the first place. And so we let the... Um, we let the team uh, come up with special recognition awards uh, just so that we didn't overlook some of the great work that happened this year. And so the next few uh, rewards we're going to give out are directly from the senior staff and were not voted on by the audience. Uh, our first award uh, in this section is going to be uh, presented by Laura. I'm delighted to present a special recognition award in anonymous intimacy for the adjacent possible, which was created by Joshua Michaela Ross, Adam Brick, and Adam Lucas. And this is, I think the adjacent possible has a number of design aspects that are so worthy of discussion, but I think to distill it down to this particular element, um, is really important right now. I, I have not, I cannot recall another production that has done this or that has done this so well. And again, I think similar to uh, the comments that I made about the keeper and the fungus among us, this is a, um, a flashpoint during the pandemic and um, the kind of digital work that we're seeing come out of it. And so to have something that explores and cultivates anonymous intimacy in this incredibly effective, very beautiful way with uh, a sense of unspoken psychological trust that then really cultivates this co-creation of a musical work. There's nothing else like it. And I do hope that it is something 
that can be used as a model for other experiential creators, and that more productions, whether they're digital or in person, explore anonymous intimacy and its unique effects. I hope that that's something that we see more in the future. Our next special recognition award is presented by Catherine. I am so delighted to present a special recognition award for Community Impact to Linked Dance Theater and HFC for the production Elle Senvois. This was the story of Elle, a New Yorker living with early onset Alzheimer's that was originally intended to be an in-person production. Uh, Due to the pandemic, the production company uh, pivoted to Zoom and all ticket proceeds from the show went to AFC in support of finding a cure for Alzheimer's. The interactive experience integrated pre-recorded video of Elle's memories with live performance on Zoom, as well as mailed packages. And the items in the packages were actually items that were important to Elle and the family. Uh, And this all kind of tied together in a family scrapbook, which had some of those missing elements in there. And so I think it is a wonderful testament to the ability of a company to pivot during the pandemic and tie together these disparate disparate elements of cinematography, live performance on Zoom, as well as physical delivery of experiences in a box. So congratulations to Link Dance Theater and HFC. Our next special recognition is presented by Patrick. Yeah, and I'm very honored and excited to talk about this because I'm going to give a special recognition for emerging talent to the Phoenix Tears production. I think it's safe to say and uh, those on stage and those on the out in the audience would agree that one of maybe if only the few positives that have come out of the pandemic is how so many regional companies that are not located in major cities were able to break free of their constraints and have their work become visible and accessible to audiences around the world. And Phoenix Tears Productions is based in Orlando, Florida, where they had had been doing some work already. They're not necessarily, you know, new, just started fresh out of the pandemic, but like everyone else, they made that pivot to the online space, producing several notable experiences that many different no proscenium correspondents saw throughout the year and thoroughly enjoyed. And for me personally, I found it to be evident within minutes of seeing some of their work that they really, quote, got, end quote, this art form and what it entails, which I think so often let's face it, immersive can be a very, is is a very buzzword right now. And just if people are not sitting down, that instantly makes a show immersive or engaging with the audience. But this group of creators and performers really possessed an understanding uh, to craft worthwhile and engaging experiences. So I think a big part for the immersive theater to keep growing and to reach audiences at large without corporate influence or maybe companies and production places that don't understand what it means to be immersive. It'll be in thanks to Phoenix tier productions and all of the exciting things I look forward to them creating next. Our final special recognition award for the evening and for the 2022 no proscenium awards was devised by new England correspondent, Leah Davis 
I will be reading it in her stead, as Leah can't be with us tonight. This is a special recognition for achievement in transformational experiences, and it goes to TM by Antororend Geode. Antororend Geode has put together a piece that is so thoughtful, so effortlessly and universally human, that I left the experience a changed person, Leah writes. I don't want to give away any details, so I'll just say that honestly, I'm a little annoyed that TM has had such an outside effect on my life this winter. Is TM a lifestyle? Maybe. Is it a cult? Probably not. Is it larger than all of us? Definitely. Just remember, fear equals distraction. But seriously, this is a beautifully designed experience that's meant for everyone everywhere. I love TM for its clever mixing of statistics with personal truths to create a narrative blueprint for being human in 2022 and beyond. You will find something else to take away from the show, and either way, we'll both be right. Because TM is for all of us. Again, words of leah davis our new england correspondent and that concludes the special recognition awards uh, of this year's 2022 no persinium awards we're moving back into the audience awards section uh which will be the remainder of the evening just a quick bit of trivia a lot of these categories it was very tight oftentimes only Five or so votes were separating the winners from the first, from the uh, immediate runners up, and in some cases, as little as fifteen votes between all of the options. So, an incredibly tight race over and over again. Our next award is presented by Catherine. The nominees for outstanding achievement in alternate reality gaming or experiences are. Inscription by Daniel Mullins Games, The House of Chenchi by Parabolic Theater, and Neurocracy by Playthrough Line. This category is often quite difficult to, let's say, even just describe. You might have a video game that ostensibly is about card collecting and unfolds to reveal other hidden layers, perhaps a mashup between a text adventure built in Twine and a Zoom play, or something that looks like a clone of Wikipedia that actually reveals something else. And I am so pleased to announce that this year's Emmy goes to The House of Chenchi by Parabolic Theater. With their loving attention to detail, strong world building, and ability to deeply engage with characters and a text game component, with those characters being presented in weekly episodes live on Zoom. A rich world of secrets, intrigue, violence, danger, despair, but also redemption if you choose to take that path. We're now moving into a section that I know a lot of you are going to be excited about, the virtual reality portion of the evening. I have the honor of presenting the Outstanding Achievement in Virtual Reality Experiences. Just to clarify a little bit here, here's where we're talking about uh, the elements uh, that kind of make up what we would traditionally think of as immersive theater or as immersive experiences as manifested in pre-recorded uh, or procedurally generated virtual reality experiences. We have another category for live virtual reality experiences that involve actors performing live. That's coming up later. This is for all of the work that involves a lot of coding, a lot of design work and character work. 
but can be packaged up and accessible to anyone anywhere at any time, although usually you'll find it on the festival circuit. Indeed, pretty much every single one of the nominees this year uh, we first encountered as part of the festival circuit, uh, but I'm very happy to report that many of them are uh, have escaped <laughs> that circuit and are, are accessible in other ways. The nominees for the 2022 Outstanding Achievement in Virtual Reality Experiences Audience Award are Le Bal de Paris by Blanca Lee, Goliath Playing with Reality by Barry Jean Murphy and May Abdallah, Four Feet High from the team of Maria Belenponcio, Rosario Parazlo Mazon, and Damien Turca, Prison X Chapter 1 The Devil and the Sun by Violetta Ayala, and The Invisible from Darkfield. And the Emmy goes to The Invisible by Darkfield. This work recreated a physical immersive piece that took place inside a shipping container, as many of Darkfield's work do. Uh, It was originally developed as a promotional event for the film The Invisible Man and is just a stunning piece of audio-based immersive horror that also manages to perfectly recreate a theatrical experience but in VR. Our next award is presented by Patrick. Yes, and I'll be keeping it in the realm of virtual reality as well with this talking about the outstanding achievement in virtual reality gaming. And and to clarify, like Noah, the nominees in this category are the items when you go onto Steam or you get onto the Quest. These will be the pre-developed, singular, self-standing games in the very traditional video gaming sense. You would find these in the store between that zombie game, the other zombie game, and then the zombie game that takes place in space. These are all of those that you would find there that are for enjoyment, but have a lot of those escape room-like elements or immersive elements. elements of moving around or being on a certain track and engaging that. So the nominees for outstanding achievement in virtual reality gaming are, I expect you to die too. the spy and the liar from shell games mask maker from inner space VR. And finally tales from the galaxy's edge last call from ILM X lab. And this year's winner is I Expect You to Die Too, The Spy and the Liar from Shell Games. And it's no secret that a lot of us here at No Proscenium are a big fan of this game series. I think what this one did exceptionally well was it was more narrative based where the first game was kind of six to seven levels that were little set pieces, which were very fun and let you feel like you were in a James Bond movie in very specific ways, I expect you to die Two really was interconnected. It was a narrative Uh, missions flowed into each other. It was a really top notch production and they really kicked it up to a new level to make it a very exciting experience to make you truly feel like a star in a James Bond movie while also retaining a lot of that great humor, which is, incredibly hard to pull off in VR, in my opinion, especially in recorded scenarios. So congratulations to them. All right. Our next category 
is presented by Catherine. The nominees for Outstanding Achievement in Live Virtual Reality Production are The Meta Movie Alien Rescue by Jason Moore, Dr. Crumb's School for Disobedient Pets 2.0 by Adventure Lab, The Collider by Single Thread Theater Company, The Severance Theory Welcome to Respite by The Ferryman Collective and Coact Productions, and Onboard XR by Jigsaw Ensemble, Active Replica, and Agile Lens. This category features performances that are taking place live in virtual worlds, sometimes in custom apps, sometimes in social VR. And it is a doozy to bring elements of game engine and potentially puzzle design alongside immersive elements and, of course, theatrical acting. And the Emmy goes to... The Severance Theory, Welcome to Respite, by the Fairman Collective and Coact Productions. A polished and lovingly crafted story uh, on VR chat, where the handcrafted details really reflect the 1980s era world, from the cassette deck on the front porch to the blanket fort in the attic, and really carrying over the conversion from a physical immersive theater piece into that virtual space through the use of animation evocative music, other theatrical effects, and allowing the participant to play the hero in a compelling story. Congratulations, Severance Theory. Now, moving back out of the virtual realm into a different kind of virtual realm, i.e. online performances, our next category is Outstanding Achievement in Ensemble Performances. The art of the ensemble is not to be overlooked. Uh, Creating, particularly in an immersive environment, a dynamic collection of characters that can be animated by a brilliant cast often makes all the difference in the world when it comes to providing a wonderful immersive experience, particularly to large groups of people moving about. This year, uh, we have a collection of uh, nominees that ranges from the large scale to the intimate, uh, many of which were um, conducted over Zoom, but a few of which are based on audio alone. The nominees for Outstanding Achievement in Ensemble Performances for the 2022 No Persinium Audience Awards are The Fleecing from Almanac Dance Circus Theater, Club Drosselmeyer 1944 from Green Door Labs, Lovers Anonymous by Candlehouse Collective, Into the Mist from Into the Mist, and Ministry of Mundane Mysteries Chicago Edition from Bramble Theater. And the Emmy goes to Club Drosselmeyer 1944 from Green Door Labs. In the words of our own Leah Davis, this is a madcap radio drama set to a swing time rendition of Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Suite. Uh, Club Drosselmeyer has manifested multiple times over the years, uh, sometimes as an in-person event in Boston uh, and during the pandemic as a uh, remote experience that has been bringing the holiday spirit 
uh, year in and year out in these otherwise trying times. According to Leah, uh, Club Draw Smile radio broadcast of 1944 was about as close to a proper holiday party as they were going to get this past year. Congratulations to the Drosselmeyer team. Patrick has our next award also in the performance categories. Yeah, and I will be presenting here for Outstanding Achievement in Individual Performance. I just want to say the opposite of what Noah said about ensemble in a certain way. But I I mean, I think a big takeaway, especially in the pandemic, is that there's something really to be said about those truly engaging one-on-one interactions that we can all have with performers, whether that is a solo performance show, or if it's uh, you get whisked away into a Zoom breakout room where you have a unique interaction, or those who have crafted an entire thing from top to bottom to engage with you. There's truly power in that one-on-one, and that's always creates these moments of intimacy that I think many of us always carry with us through our days and into the future and think back on them fondly. So this year's nominees for Outstanding Achievement in an Individual Performance are Niha Singh from Long Distance Affair, specifically the Mumbai section, Pia Haddad from Long Distance Affair, specifically the Beirut segment, and then finally James Sobel Kelly from The Invisible. And this year's winner is Niha Singh from the Long Distance Affair Mumbai section. And I had the pleasure to review this show almost a year ago to date, I think, roughly. And I I found Niha's performance just so captivating. It was, I think, early morning when the sun rises in Mumbai. And it was this beautifully engaging story about taking the time to open up your ears to let the soul have its unique unique beat be heard amongst the struggles of for specifically for them their life and culture as a woman in Mumbai and I found it to be gripping and just a really engaging performance that really opened my eyes to a lot of dynamic ways of thinking about where people are, what they're doing, and most importantly, that moment of self-reflection of turning in and drowning out all of the sounds that is around you to focus on what's on inside you was incredibly engaging and poignant, in my opinion. Thank you, Patrick. I'm back to present Outstanding Achievement in Special Delivery Gaming. This is a category uh, for things that get shipped to you that are games, Uh, whether it's an escape room in the box or something a little bit more complicated. Uh, This is a category that has been uh, delighting folks uh, for years before the pandemic era, but has really flourished, uh, particularly amongst our staff and audience in the past couple of years. We have three nominees for this year's award. They are Conspiracy by the Deadbolt Mystery Society, a Feather in Dust from the Boundless Library, and The Vandermiss Dossier by Diorama. And the Emmy goes to A Feather in Dust from the Boundless Library. Our own Anthony Robinson uh, reviewed this one. Uh, in A Feather in, in Dust, uh, you are charged by the librarian of the unfathomable mind 
uh, to help complete a book that has only ever existed in the author's imagination. But when the book is passed to our dimension, it changes and breaks apart, with the fantastical elements overlapping with events and memories from the author's own life that shape her story. It's up to you, with help from the librarian, to untangle and discover the parallel narratives. This is a Rashomon-like tale unveiled chapter by chapter, and Anthony has found it to be profoundly moving, and apparently so have a lot of our audience, and thus it has won Outstanding Achievement in Special Delivery Gaming in the Audience Awards this year. Laura has our next category. Yeah, so we have the next category is Outstanding Achievement in Audio Experiences. And we had three nominees, and those were Transients by Hitcher Encounters and presented by The Tank NYC, The Program by the SF Neo-Futurists, and Journey to the Kingdom of Hypnos by Spectacle and Mirth. And the Emmy goes to Transients by Hitcher Encounters. We've seen over the past couple of years um, an incredible amount of wonderful audio-only or audio-centric experiences. And in this case, in Transient's case, this was a phone-based experience. And we've had a number of those that have also been beautifully designed. And this was a really wonderful, cohesive production. The acting was fantastic. The writing was fantastic. This was really driven by the participant. It was a one-on-one phone-based experience, and it moved fast, and it was absolutely delightful and is what you're looking for with any kind of experiential work that in that I was thinking about it days later. I wanted to go back. I wondered, what if I'd made this decision? So I'm delighted for Hit Your Encounters, and congrats to them. Thank you, Laura. I'm back again with our next category. This one is Outstanding Achievement in Special Delivery Experiences. This weighs things a little bit more on the experiential and narrative side, a little a little bit away from the gaming side, although that doesn't mean that puzzles aren't necessarily involved. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, just that slight tweak. We have three truly excellent nominees this year uh and uh any one of which would be uh would be excellent as the winner of course and that's true for all the categories but uh i I must admit like this was probably the category that i was wincing the most about because each one i'm like oh gosh and indeed it was it was pretty close uh our nominees this year are the very merry christmas contest from tin can telephone productions Field Guide to Memory from Jian Shim and Xingyin Kor, and The Witching Hour from Cafe Nordo. And the Emmy goes to The Witching Hour from Cafe Nordo. Cafe Nordo is a uh, culinary experience spot in Seattle that has been delighting audiences there for years with their twists on immersive dinner theater. The Witching Hour brings some of the flavors, literally some of the flavors of what they do in a delivered experience in the Seattle area. You're able to get a full dinner. For everyone else, there is uh, a dessert that comes with this that is really remarkable. And the Witching Hour itself is a fun occult romp that mixes uh, full motion video sequences, uh, stories, and uh, just just all these ephemera uh, that come with 
come with it. Uh, I, I have more crystals than I know what to do with now because of the witching hour uh, and Cafe Nordo to blame. So congratulations to Cafe Nordo for their win in an outstanding achievement in special delivery experiences. And now for with our final award of the night is Patrick. Yes, and if I remember right, this was actually the category at the top of the ballot. So there's a little bit of symmetry. We're at the beginning here at the end. So I'm happy to introduce the category of Outstanding Achievement in live stream Production. This, of course, is the very traditional sense and what happened a great majority of productions fall into this category of you know these are the zoom based experiences these are gather town uh we were seeing a, a quite a bit of new like specially designed websites that are hosting things and stuff like that i know other people have seen shows on discord and things like that so these are the ones where there is the live action engagement for that and things like this essentially what we would i guess have be the in person this would be the in-person equivalent of kind of uh, outstanding production so this year's nominees for outstanding achievement in live stream production are long distance affair from juggernaut theater company and pop-up theatrics the bride always knocks twice from killer secrets someone Someone Else's House from Jared Mizuchi and Ebenezer from the Speakeasy Society. And this year's winner was The Long Distance Affair from Juggernaut Theater Company and Pop-Up Theatrics. As mentioned earlier in the show, this was one that I saw and reviewed. And what I think was really great is that this came along for me. We were well into a year into the pandemic, you know, travel for kind of just travel sake to get away and have a vacation was still something that was far and away impossible at those times. And I found that what they really truly succeeded in the most is they kept it an incredibly lively experience. And of course, the big takeaway of being able to connect with artists and creators from all around the world who are giving you an insight and a allowing you into their lives or daily lives into their homes to provide you with a moving artistic experience was incredibly engaging and a truly rewarding experience that I had. And in many ways, you know, what ultimately matters is that the journey that's taken and what I loved about all of these experiences and all the places I visited in this experience was that it was the journey of just interacting with people seemingly at random in a way and engaging with cultures and people different from yourself. And of course, first and foremost, it was just a really wonderful performances, really well-crafted experience and congratulations to them. Thank you, Patrick. And indeed, congratulations not only to all of the winners selected through the audience balloting, but to all the nominees. Uh, It's been just an incredible crop of work that has appeared over the past year. And indeed, the foundations for which were laid not only in the year before that, but in all the years. Uh, So many of the performances and the experiences that got nominated this year have their foundations in work that has been done year over year 
uh, in physical work and uh, was transferred online. And we know that hasn't been easy. Uh, you will note that all of the awards we gave out were to work that was able to be either experienced online or could be delivered. Uh, this was because in order to have you know any kind of real comparison or voting process, we had to have things that everybody uh, in, in, a, in a broad body could uh, access. In future years, we're going to look at doing some regional awards as well as part of this makeup. But indeed, uh, thank you to everyone for continuing to make our lives better through the work that you make. We will have the cafe open in just a few moments here uh, if you want to hang out. Uh, thanks again to the senior staff for uh, being part of the nomination process, and to Patrick and Laura and Catherine for uh, coming and representing the senior staff tonight as uh, part of uh, announcing all the winners. Um, and that's it for the 2022 No Persinium Audience Awards. Thank you for coming. <laughs>
in our Discord with our community, feel free to reach out to us at pitches at noprosinium.com. Uh, we are going to be uh, accepting requests for AMAs uh, from artists with projects, uh, from technologists, uh, and from uh, folks who you know want to share their expertise. Uh, we'll also be looking at doing some uh, forum discussions uh, in the not too distant future as well. Uh, have a few things lined up. Um, we are not currently planning on doing the spring fling event we were thinking about doing in April. Uh, we've got some other stuff we're planning for the year. Uh, our, there's there's things starting to come together on the long arc of it, and so just kind of kind of uh, figuring out what the the vibe's going to be and. Uh, Vibe's actually going to be pretty good. All right. That's enough for me for now. Uh, we've done the thanks uh, for everybody uh, earlier, except the team that makes this show. So let's do that real quick. The associate producer of No Persinium Podcast is Parker Sella. Music for this show is by Chris Porter of the Speakeasy Society. Special thanks to Siobhan Lachlan for voicing our intro. And this podcast is uh, written, hosted, edited, Produced, butchered by yours truly, I'm Noah Nelson. And until next time, thank you for wearing the mask. Mm -hmm.